0: Bunch of goofs. A triple threat the three sailor stooges.
1: Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and
2: this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch every episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and break it down to talk about just why it is that we love this show so much. And look. Oh, man. I know I say it a lot. I know I say it a lot. Jordan, you get on me for saying it a lot.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. But, but this time like, you're right. <laughs> we're
2: on such a good run of episodes. Like, all the whole Rainbow Crystal saga is like really great. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is one of the best, funniest, most well animated, like, just purely enjoyable episodes. Uh, we are watching, what is this? Is this 30? Uh, 30, 31? 31. 31. So 31. 31. Uh, Loved and Chased, Luna's Worst Day Ever. Uh, Jordan, what is our American title? Kitty Chaos. Appropriate. Mm-hmm. appropriate. This is
1: this is absolutely one of the best episodes of the show ever. It's so funny. It's so bananas. I can't wait to talk about it.
2: it it's it's bonkers. Uh, but to join us to talk about it, we have uh, someone that I'm very excited to have on the show. Someone who is very uh, receptive when I, I emailed and said, "Hey, do you like do you like talking about Sailor Moon?" Uh, we have Amanda Meadows, the editor of the Devastator Quarterly, an amazing comedy magazine that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Amanda, welcome to the show. Welcome to Sailor Business.
0: Hi, Chris. Hi, George thanks for having me. I gotta say, just first off, I feel so lucky that this is my episode. <laughs> this is the best. I love this episode so much.
2: Like, I am surprised that when we, like, we always ask people uh, who have been on the show, we're always like, hey, is there a specific episode that you want to come back for? And I have consistently been shocked that nobody was like, uh, yeah, I want to come back for the one with uh, Luna's boyfriend. <laughs> Luna's giant fat boyfriend. <laughs>
0: So it has everything. Yeah,
2: it's great. I want to come back for the one where uh, Sailor Jupiter just stares at Sailor Mercury's underwear for like three minutes. I knew you would minutes. talk
1: about that. I knew <laughs> that would come up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's no, it's like, because look, that scene is great for a variety of reasons, but mainly because uh, uh, Makoto and Amy are destined lovers. They're a cute couple and I love them. But look, we will get into that in a little bit. Uh, Amanda, why don't we start with talking to you about your history with Sailor Moon? Because when I said, like when I emailed you and I said, hey, do you, you know, I I don't know if you like Sailor Moon. Uh, I know that there was the otaku themed issue of The Devastator. uh, But if you want to talk about Sailor Moon, you know, I had this podcast and you were like, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. (laughs)
0: Yes, uh I I definitely was. Uh, I was not afraid to uh to intimate that. So yeah, I just I the second I saw Sailor Moon, obsessed. Um I just always was a sucker for the magical girl genre in general. But um like I was in love with Jem when I was like in preschool and I you know it's a terrible show. Um, <laughs> but okay, just,
2: let's yeah. not let's not go crazy <laughs> here. Come on. Listen,
0: it's my fifty shades. Um so I, the second I saw Sailor Moon, I just I loved it. I saw the the dub. So it had like the, uh, the the opening sequence with like the weird middle school girl chorus that's singing the song. Mm-hmm. Never go back to our friends. It, uh, so good. That's, um, that's
2: actually a really great impression of that song, yeah. which I own on CD. I own the album. Me too. <laughs>
0: right um so uh yeah I, mean, I grew up in orange county california and kind of like you chris uh the show was on really erratically like it was never sequential um they showed it in the morning and afternoons so it was like impossible to see it in order so i saw it all mixed up i just loved it and uh i think it was like fourth or sixth grade that i watched it the most and then it kind of went away. And then when I was like probably a little too old to be watching it, like middle school, or early high school, it came back on in like a a, a pack with Pokemon. So I just watched both. Uh, there were days where I just didn't go to school and <laughs> <I> just watched <laughs> Sailor Moon and Pokemon. Still super into both. <laughs> and uh, and then so the like embar in an embarrassing anecdote uh, in fifth grade. I tried to get all of my friends to dress as Sailor Scouts with me for Halloween. None of them wanted to. I don't know why. I, I don't know. In retrospect, they were garbage friends, but I really wanted to do it. After school, I tried to get them to watch Sailor Moon with me. They're like, oh, it's cute. I, uh, I want to watch JTT. Um, and yeah. oh, I know, it's rough, rough. I was dealing with some like like your textbook basic bitches in fifth grade. And I'm uh, um, so I, I even like went so far as to make a quiz. I made a quiz for us to fill out so it was more fair who got which Sailor Scout <laughs> Because it's like I okay, so if, if you don't know what I look like, I'm black and I was the only fucking black kid in school forever. I I was I felt more like Sailor Jupiter, but I wanted to make sure everybody picked a Sailor Scout based on their personality. I wanted to be, wanted to be fair. So uh it was the lamest quiz. It was really bad. Um I was the lamest. And uh, they they just, they didn't want to do it with me. I think Aww. part of it was that it was expensive. But now it's super easy. Now it's like the easiest it's ever been to cosplay a Sailor Moon. And no one will ever make fun of you. They give you hugs when you do. It's the best. So I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it one of these days. Yeah? Maybe this, I think so. <laughs>
1: That's great. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, God. So yeah, like when like, just like thinking about Sailor Moon, I just go back to being like 11. It's, it's. It's uh, I well.
1: That's really, that's really yeah. interesting to me that you were the only one of your friends who, who watched it really. Like, I, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it that way. You, we all, we often will hear stories about people fighting over which scout they are and like, they all have a group and this and that. But yeah, not, I, I haven't heard a lot of people say they were the only one.
0: There weren't like a lot of like, like outwardly geeky kids that I went to school with. Um, it wasn't until like, like high school that I met like the weird kids who were into like, still in the anime and watch movies. Monty python and stuff like that. So, it was it was just lame. Like they were just not into Sailor Moon. Uh they were <laughs> they fight they would fight over which spice girl they were, <laughs> but not Sailor Moon. So okay, like, well so look. That's what I'm dealing. With. That's what I was up against.
2: Spice World is like there might have to be a special uh Sailor Business episode where we watch Spice World and oh. compare. Well, like it that. Can I to Sailor that? Moon.
0: That's the episode I want to come back for. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: Moon. on board for that too. Spice Girls Island.
2: That's that's going to be our that's going to be our next podcast uh, spice business.
1: <laughs> we go over every song, what?
2: We go over it's every song. A
0: historical song. overview of the spice trade and imperialism.
2: <laughs> and then we'll uh And then we'll uh and then we'll have a crossover episode called When Two Become One. Oh, um. and that'll be that'll be what we do to
0: become
2: one. I feel like this is gonna be a very musical episode. Oh yeah,
0: I'm gonna be singing a lot.
2: (laughs) I have, if if people listen to the War Rocket Ajax podcast uh, that I co-host with Matt Wilson, you know that I'm a singer. I I like to sing on the show, but I I think I've restrained myself mostly on this show. So uh, Amanda, was Jupiter uh, always your favorite? Was she the one that you identified with the most?
0: Yeah, for sure. Like my favorite is usually the one I identify with the most for like anything. Sailor Jupiter all the way, you know, I'm hundred percent what I think someone would call a sensitive tomboy, uh, through and through. And I, I, I just like, I liked her, her go get him attitude. Uh, like in this episode, even she just like gets, she just gets Luna. (laughs) Like (laughs) Mercury, like throws bubbles and Jupiter is just like, I'm going to get Luna. I'm going to be the one who leaves. Uh, so I always like that. I'd say
2: my second favorite character is Luna. <laughs> Luna is pretty. It's, it's we always best. ask what Scout uh, people like the most, but we we never really talked about people whose favorite character is Luna because I don't like if you're a kid when you're watching this show, your favorite is not going to be Luna. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs>
3: Sure Especially, not.
2: you know old british nanny luna like but as an adult like you you sympathize with luna so much more as an adult like mm-hmm. i have talked about how you know luna's frustrations with dealing with children are so relatable to me oh, in my 30s crazy. yes uh,
0: it's great she's like god i'm just i'm, just, I'm wrangling cats here
2: And especially in this episode, which this is the, you know, the only time that we've gotten a spotlight for Luna, really. And and I said that's that's the best thing about the Rainbow Crystal Saga is that they're all spotlight episodes and they're all spotlight episodes that are on either new characters like Makoto or secondary characters. Like we get, you know, we get the the uh, Motoki spotlight, we get the Naru spotlight, we get the Luna spotlight, which is it's a weird thing for them to do before the entire cast as a symbol like we've got one like one more Sailor Scout to go before we get the crew that we're stuck with for a while right but it's really it really helps flesh out the story and, and kind of flesh out these characters in a way that's super fun uh, especially in this episode like I love I loved the episode uh, that we talked about with uh, Motoki and his girlfriend with, with Andrew and uh, and his, his lady friend who is going to have you know Skype him from uh, Nairobi but this episode oh my gosh it's so it's so great. It's perfect.
1: It, it really uh, is so romantic, but also
2: frightening. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I mean, the, like I mean, look. Let's let's just go ahead and get into it.
1: Uh, well, let me let me yeah. let me let me just say about that about how great it is. I this is a, somehow I I missed this episode when I was young watching the show. I, it aired, but I just somehow never saw it. And so I saw it for the first time when I did the, the when I watched the entire series about five years ago. And I was watching all the original dubs. So I, I again I never watched the Japanese one. And as soon as I saw it, I I was like, oh my god like how did i miss this episode this is the best episode of the show it's so funny it's so amazing now in pr- in prepping for the podcast today i watched the dub and the original dec- uh, translation and the, orig- the the japanese version is so much better uh, i couldn't even yeah, believe it definitely. i i cuz i cuz I, I again i loved the dub as soon as i saw the dub of this episode i was like that's the best episode and then i watched the original i'm like that is way better <laughs> that is even better so yeah, this is a great one. Yeah, but like the the dub of this episode, and again, I have not watched it in in
2: several years. But like, I certainly remember it being pretty high quality. Like, it is. They they certainly like. Did did it, did it surprise you to find out that he is called Rhett Butler in Japanese? Oh yes,
1: I was shocked because he's Hercules in the in the dub. I was yeah. super shocked at Rhett Butler, but also, but you know what? They, they just don't. There's a lot of details they don't get right in the in the even though like the awesomeness of the episode shines through. But just some of the details and the tone, F- quick example, well, I don't want to spoil it. But you know what? I'll, I'll bring it up later. I'll bring them up later. But ch- trust me, if you're going to watch the show, watch the Japanese uh, original version. It's so good.
2: All right. So, uh, which you can watch on Hulu if you're the kind of person who likes to watch along with us. I would say, like, this could be your first episode of Sailor Moon. And I think you, like, like it's one of those where I think it's so weird that it stops
1: being weird. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: OK, I'll, I'll go with that.
1: Because it's weird in every yeah, aspect. Good. There's like no normal scenes.
2: It's true. Every scene is a crazy moment. Yeah, and it's like it's not like the it's uh, it's not like the um, the Monster House episode that I really like, where it's just like it has nothing to do with the rest of the show. <laughs> Like, like, I, I like. I am the only one who who thinks you can actually watch that one and be okay.
1: Yeah, that, no, uh, you're wrong.
2: Right. Like <laughs> this one, you're gonna get like. There's all the character stuff you need about the scouts, all the character stuff you need about Luna, and just everything that is happening is completely bonkers from moment 100%. one. From moment one, like from the uh, intro, from the uh, the yeah, like the teaser at the start of the episode yes. uh, where uh, in the Japanese version, instead of saying in the name of the moon, uh, you saw <laughs> yep. says in the name of the uh, SPCA. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she, she's gonna punish you like it's like it, they're letting you know right up front this is gonna be a weird one so definitely we're not even waiting for final thoughts talking about this you will want to watch this uh so even before we get to the episode uh we start off with the teaser where Yusagi says uh that autumn is the season of love for all creatures
1: now that's uh, an interesting. which is thing.
2: not true which is, yeah which is completely wrong which is spring, spring. Right? like we all know this it is spring <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, this a, said
0: something,
2: she
1: said. is this like a Japanese cultural thing or is she just being dumb?
2: No, I'm pretty sure it's like that over
1: there too. <laughs> I would like imagine. Well, I mean, I know science I is know. like that over there. I just meant like, although wait, wait, is this one? No, I don't know. I don't know why she would say that.
0: It's yeah doesn't make any sense we're not in the like southern hemisphere uh and like i mean spring is when the the sakura bloom like it it just everything makes more sense in the spring but it's fine it feels like right off the bat it feels like a bizarro episode (laughs) like everything feels like the opposite of what should be happening but you're okay with it Uh, it starts with screams it's like just (laughs) screams and loud meow well uh
2: for usagi everything is the season of love every season winter is the season of love may like october is the month of scary love uh she says that everything (laughs) falls in love in autumn including earthworms crickets water spiders and ray (laughs) which that is a sick burn (laughs) Yep. No, I uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know that we have a relatively low opinion of Rey. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, as, yeah.
0: as, as deserved.
2: Yeah! So then, like, even just seeing the scenes that are in the teaser are, like, bonkers. But then we, we get our introduction, and for those of you who may just be joining us, uh, our heroine is Yusagi Tsukino. She's uh, 14 years old. She Her birthday is June 30th, uh, so clear your calendars. We are going to have a party. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She is secretly, in addition to being a uh, cancer whose blood type is O, she is secretly the pretty guardian Sailor Moon, and she is trying to get the legendary silver crystal before the <laughs> bad guys do. Uh, in order to do that, of course, they need to find the seven rainbow crystals that make up the uh, legendary silver crystal. The rainbow crystals being an invention of the anime to give us seven more episodes uh, and let them do completely weird shit like this. <laughs> so there are three factions currently uh, hunting for the rainbow crystal. The Dark Kingdom, uh, led by Queen Beryl, has Zoisite is on the case. Uh, Zoisite and Kunzite looking for those Rainbow Crystals. There's a uh, Tuxedo Mask whose dreams are compelling him to search for the Rainbow Crystals. Uh, and there are of course the Sailor Scouts. You have Sailor Moon, who's Usagi Tsukino. You have uh, Sailor Mercury, uh, Ami Mizuno, the uh, kind-hearted girl genius. You have uh, Sailor Mars, Rei the hot-headed psychic. And you have Sailor Jupiter, Makoto Kino, uh, who is amazing. Who is the best? <laughs> <laughs> Who is basically Sailor Mercury's girlfriend.
1: No, no, not uh, at this point. Okay, well.
2: Yes, that's completely accurate. Completely <laughs> accurate, Jordan.
0: I'm getting those vibes.
2: Now, um, the rainbow crystals have gone to, uh, like, like, what are we, this is our last
1: one, right? This yeah, is, this is the last one. I think violent. at this point, uh, Sailor Moon has one, Tuxedo Mask, I think only has one, and the bad guys have Four, four.
2: Uh, are you sure? Like I thought, it was. I thought it was a little more evenly split than that. But I know Zoisite got away with the one than the last uh, episode that we talked about. So maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe the Dark Kingdoms got most of them. I, I mean, that so. would make sense. They're the bad guys. They yeah. have to be like in possession of them for the story. So uh, with that in place, now the rainbow crystals are hidden in. <laughs> People, yeah. I was monster. Hidden, the rainbow <laughs> crystals are hidden in monsters. The monsters are hidden in people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to explain that to a friend who had never seen the show. We were, I was re-watching with my wife the two episodes, the last two episodes we watched. Uh, and a friend of ours watched with them. and I was trying to explain that it's so complicated and confusing.
2: It is, it is needlessly complicated. There's seven, what are they, the seven legendary monsters? Seven great beasts. Yeah, a long time ago there were seven uh,
1: monsters. A crystal broke up into seven pieces and somehow stopped them by. It I looks feel like
2: they were sealed in the crystals, maybe. Like, but the then somehow that got switched
1: crystal.
2: around. <laughs> yeah. Now the crystals are in yeah. the monsters. <laughs> then all the monsters went to Earth and were reborn. Uh, so yeah. we've had uh, there, there are up to now people that have turned into monsters.
1: <laughs> I don't know uh, why would you say it like that. I don't understand.
2: I don't know. It's so <laughs> weird that I would that I would specify that up to now it has all been <laughs> human beings, which is weird. Like. Given what we're going to find out. So yes, uh, as Amanda said, screams. Just screams and meowing in the streets of Tokyo is how we open.
1: It's such a crazy opening for the episode, too. Like, they they were uh, like, we want you to know this is going to be nuts from second one. We're not going to explain any of this. You're just going to come in to Luna being chased by a billion cats.
0: So many cats. And they were all so menacing looking.
2: (laughs) They've all got to be like, oh my god. They look at these super sharp teeth. There's one little one that has like a piranha mouth that is just chewing on Luna's tail. Uh, That's so gross. Here's what I don't understand. And also, these cats are very well organized. Like there's a leader of these cats.
0: Yeah, which has been myth busted, by the way. You cannot <laughs> hurt cats, even when they're led by strong or more mortal urges. It's not possible. Okay. Luna. <laughs> so another point for the Bizarro universe.
2: Luna is a cat, but Luna is also a people. <laughs> this, yes. is, this is also something that's complicated. Luna's a cat, but she is at best a talking cat from outer space. Yeah. She's a yakety yak cat from outer space. As well, we at worst, I Kim would Cambridge. say, yeah. Well, but she might also be a people who is just in the body of a cat. I don't know how that works. We'll get to that when we get to the movies. But Luna, Luna is a a sapient creature. Yes, she has she has dreams and aspirations.
1: <laughs> she can talk. She, she can just, reason.
2: She can talk. She can read. She can use a computer. That's she yep. is. She <laughs> My is favorite a, is she
0: uses a computer. Yeah,
2: it's like oh, so it's, awesome. it's the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah, oh. and I say that as I don't even like cats, and it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this episode's why I don't like cats because I used to when I was a kid. But this maybe, is maybe like I saw this episode it when I was, you I was out out it? it got me.
1: This episode should make you love cats even more. These are the best. I mean I not love, the bad guys. Giant fat cats.
0: Yeah, rep Butler, wouldn't he be your favorite cat? Like what do you want to wait. call Rhett Butler
2: Chris? Wait, we're not there yet. We're not there yet yeah, we're not there yet. Okay. So okay. what I'm saying is what I'm saying is Luna's not really a cat. Like she is and she isn't.
1: She should have these cats beat is what you're saying. Well, a bunch of dumb saying, cats. Is she is should this, be able to get away from
2: them. I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to figure out is is this just a thing that happens with cats in big cities? Well, she like,
1: okay. So I mean, semi spoiler. She reveals later that what is happening is she somehow got caught in the middle of a cat turf war of stray again, cats. Yeah,
2: basically. cats are organized into gangs. Can you count, suckers? <laughs> really see different
0: like distinct teams though well i think like, it's just one big sport
1: they just see that she's flashing a black the black fur colors i guess and they go after her. i don't know like i think this is all one gang and they just assume she's, she's, she's a, on a rival gang
2: she's got that bald spot yeah <laughs> <laughs> a spot, uh, aka the golden moon on her head so she, so, so she yeah, is trapped she's being chased
1: by so many cats it's like a hundred cats and they all have like what's the james bond villain teeth like that's what i jaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they all have jaws teeth they'll have
2: richard keel teeth <laughs> They corner her up against a wall, which, by the way, you can't corner a cat against a wall. Right. Cats jump real high. Yeah. So, one of the cats, who is uh, Garfield colored, (laughs) uh, he is shown in anime Garfield, uh, starts advancing on Luna, and then, like, again, deploy
0: claw attack.
2: Right away, this episode, a fishbone comes (laughs) down. Sticks in the ground like tuxedo masks rose. Yep, and, they, and he always throws when Sailor Moon is in trouble, and they, and they, play they start the music. playing tuxedo mask music. Do 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 <laughs> so, like, do do. Like
0: at this point, I'm expecting like a sexy Heathcliff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah like sexier than he's close yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah, sexier better put, better play. Put. so
2: Start doing that. what we get though is like I love I love the way he's drawn this in because he honest to god looks like the Dark Knight Returns like <laughs> it's honestly like he's this old like, like super like bulky cat that's all in shadow uh, and then it fades in and we see this like it's so great it's so it's, good because like it's not that he doesn't even have smooth outlines <laughs> Yeah, like this was very obviously. Yeah, we can draw this one freehand.
1: <laughs> Big, fat, blue.
2: <laughs> yeah, blue green. Yeah, like a greenish
1: blue. Yeah. <laughs> For no no reason. Is it in the in the dub? At some point in one of the two episodes that I watched of it, they they refer to him as white, and I went, "What?" Yeah, that's no.
0: crazy. He's seventies bathtub color. Yeah. <laughs> <like that. laughs>
2: He is—he's the color of the uh, of room two thirty-seven bathroom in The Shining.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Uh, exactly. And this is Red Butler, and there's an amazing shot of Luna looking up at her savior, <laughs> like and she's got like these wide eyes, like who is this coming to my rescue? And she sees that it's this like old, ugly cat, <laughs> like, old like super fat, yeah, like like it is watermelon sized. <laughs> Uh, And she's like, oh, Uh. no, that cat's ugly. It's like, Luna, don't be a jerk.
1: But he has successfully intimidated the entire gang of cats who look up at him and then back away in reverse. I don't
2: think cats can walk
1: backwards. I don't think they, well, maybe for a second, but I don't think they could quite do as, quite a reverse march like these guys all do.
0: Like, <laughs> on mass in a narrow alleyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> backwards <from> many feet. <laughs> One
1: That's of those great things where they can make a great joke out of cheap animation. <laughs>
2: What's important yes. is that these cats know not to fuck with uh fuck with Hercules. But
1: yes, uh, well.
2: AKA Rhett Butler. We don't know his name yet. Yeah. So Luna still has the one little tiny piranha cat attached to her tail, <laughs> uh, which you know gets off her tail and kind of like flashes its metal teeth and leaves. And then like Luna's like, oh, that feels good. What's going on? And then she turns around and and the big fat green cat is licking her wounds. Yeah, her, uh, which her
1: tail, the end of her tail is like a giant red bulb, like enormous because it's yeah. so sore.
2: The fur has been chewed off of her tail.
0: <laughs> it looks so painful. It
1: really does.
2: And, and he's like, licking at licking point. It. At this point, it momentarily turns into a Pepe Le Pew cartoon. Uh, <laughs> the, the big fat cat gets a real close up on Luna and Luna is sweating about it, which... See, here's my thing. Luna's not a cat, right? <laughs> but she is if luna is a if luna is a talking cat it is okay for her to be in a relationship no 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 do you have another cat want to have cat sex with her no
1: no no if luna is a people none of this is okay no this is what it is oh no go ahead you you first you first
0: well i was i was just gonna add to chris's question like how does the biology here work you know like does, does the cat, does the cat biology like overpower her human sentience, you know, in, in, in a situation like this?
1: I think here's what it is. Here's what it is. Luna is, I, I think Luna is a talking cat, really. Uh, and I think she probably comes from a place where all the cats are smart and talking. And so if, yes, if she were to be in a relationship with a, another talking cat, that would be sensible and be okay. But for her to be in a relationship with a non-intelligent, non-talking cat would be weird and creepy, like as if... I don't know. There's no. There's no example. I, as if. As if. <laughs> we. As if there were a non-intelligent human race that you could go and be like, oh, they don't like, talk you, or understand anything, but I'll just take this one as my wife. Like that would be weird.
2: The thing is about Luna is Luna's also from a thousand years in the future, right? Or no, no, she's Luna's from, from a thousand from years in the past. Yeah. Oh, this is so confusing. <laughs> yeah. oh.
0: So, this is the like, kind of shit I can't remember. I, you know, comedy <laughs> person. I like the glossary broad strokes of things, especially anime, the, like complicated mythology. I just, I just ignore
2: <laughs> this <laughs> episode
0: great talking cat stuff.
2: This episode doesn't do the thing that a lot of shows do when they focus on the, the pets, right? Like, Because there's never, like, the cats in this episode, except for Luna, do not talk. No. They do not even have, like, cat language. They don't really even, like, have meowing conversations at each other. Uh, (laughs) Rhett Butler, which by the way, we find out that the big green cat's name is Rhett Butler, uh, or Hercules (laughs) in the American version, which, by the way- Why are they called
0: Hercules in the American version?
2: It doesn't make sense. Because no child would, no six-year-old child would name her cat Rhett Butler, is why. (laughs)
1: Well, in addition, I don't think most children in America would get the Rhett Butler reference, and I don't know that the Japanese ones did either. But
2: right, I mean
1: Hercules. That's what's so funny. Right, Hercules makes more sense yeah. on a, in a literal level because you go, because oh, like, yeah, Luna's like that fat cat is named Hercules, but then by the end of the episode, she's like, yeah, he is kind of a Hercules because he's you know yeah. he's pretty cool. And
2: it's like, it's it's like, well, like it you can play it off like the cat is like kingpin, like oh, well, maybe he's really strong, maybe it's not fat, it's muscle, like it's fat. Like with Red (laughs) Butler, it's just like a purely ironic thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Where it's like, yeah, like Red Butler, he's so handsome and rich. This cat's ugly and stupid.
0: (laughs) I just love all of the cinematic. Gone with the wind visual references in, in this episode too. Uh so like the the you know, thematically it's it's so it's so lovely. I, I love that in the Japanese version it's there's so much gone with the wind stuff in it. There is And I
2: also like that the cat's name is Rhett Butler. <laughs> it is not Rhett. The cat is never nope. referred to as Rhett. It's right. name is Rhett
1: Butler. <laughs>
3: uh
1: do you know do you know what Pretty the top. little girl's name is who comes by and picks him up? Is it Scarlet? No. Uh her name is <laughs> (laughs) Uh, where'd it go? Her name is Anne, uh, Anne, but her last name is Ohara.
2: Really? Yes. Oh boy. Oh Oh. boy.
1: The Japanese, and it's the Japanese Ohara, as in like they do it in like Japanese letter, but it's the same as Ohara.
2: They love, they love their, they love their cross language puns. Uh, I, I should say that, um, the director of this episode, uh, uh, Kunihiko Ikuhara was... The director for the uh, friendship through anime episode too.
1: Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was a good one.
2: Which is another one that has a lot of really great animation, and another one that we also I think really really liked. But yeah, so we meet uh, An O'Hara, oh 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 brother. <laughs> we meet An O'Hara, uh, who is Rhett Butler's owner. Yep, yeah, and she um, call
1: yeah she calls out to him, and he goes in and uh, gets hugged by her.
2: Yeah, and, and this is where Luna's like, you don't look like a Rhett Butler. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> no also uh on as a child uh rhett butler's head is as large as hers oh yeah like, oh, just huge yeah there's an amazing scene where they are hugging each other now while they are hugging each other this is very important uh zoocyte has her you know interocitor from this island earth uh or i guess his excuse me <laughs> oh, No, i'm yep. doing it jordan you've got me doing it
1: it's not my fault it's deke brainwashing me <laughs> we have, we
2: have <laughs> like, I mean, we've referenced this on the show before, but have we ever, like, for anyone who's a new listener, I don't know if we've ever made it clear, uh, Zoesite was written and voiced as a woman in the uh, American version, in the Deke dub, right. specifically because Zoesite, uh, who was originally a man, is in a very clearly uh, romantic relationship with uh, Kunzite, or Malachite, who is also a man, so... Uh, because Zoocyte has, you know, long hair and a sharp chin, and uh, it, it's, very e- it's a very easy transition to make yeah. to just going like, okay, just get a lady to voice that. Just <laughs> voice the character.
1: Yeah, it was, so that it was is totally why we were convincing. Always,
2: that is why we were always referring to uh, Zoocyte by multiple pronouns. We do not mean to misgender Zoocyte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've been, we've been is Zoocyte is watching from the Dark Kingdom because uh, uh, he has a, like a little... Like, he has that crystal that uh, Nephrite made. The Dark Crystal. It's going to show him... Yeah, the Dark Crystal. It's going to show him who has the rainbow crystals. So he looks and he sees An and Rhett Butler. And he goes, oh, it has to be that child. Because six out of the seven of these things have been in people.
1: Right, right. What's different <laughs> here? I don't understand.
2: Yeah, what, what could possibly be different here? Like, I don't know. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Luna goes and uh, dips her tail into the fountain and uh, is sitting there with Amy, which kind of reinforces my my theory that, like, Luna does not hang out with Yusagi when she doesn't need to.
1: Yeah, it's true. Like,
2: Luna and Usagi are roommates, but they don't hang out.
0: <laughs> Clear boundaries.
2: And uh, Amy says, as is typical of her, the smartest thing in the episode, which is, that was a crazy thing to get caught up in. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this is where this is where Luna calls it a like a turf war between right. between stray cats. Which again, there are uh, like if a hundred cats were running down the street, like like I've been to I've been to New York. Jordan, you live in New York. I do. It's a big city. Mm-hmm. You'd say that's comparable to Tokyo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you looked out your window in Manhattan, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, look, looked out your office window in Manhattan, and you saw a hundred cats running down the street. <laughs> Like, not even, like, chase anything, but, like, a literal 100 cats just flooding through the streets.
1: Would you not call somebody? Would that not be unusual? I mean, I, I wouldn't call the authorities. I'd probably call people to the window to look because it was crazy and amazing. Uh, yeah, that would not be a normal, everyday occurrence for me.
0: Yeah, yeah 100%. I would run down there. I would tape that shit. It <laughs> Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: You get a lot of lot of loops on that vibe.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, I can't wait. I really hope this happens to me. In LA it's very likely there are roving bands of all kinds of weird animals, so it'll oh, happen. Like
2: hundreds at a time?
0: Yeah. Maybe, like, the worst I've seen, I've seen, like, a dozen raccoons on the street fighting in downtown L.A., and it was
1: was the scariest thing I'd ever
2: seen. Okay, okay, so that's the (laughs) scariest thing you've ever seen, and it's 12 raccoons. This was 100 savage feral cats. I'm trying to
1: imagine what happened. Like, I'm guessing, like, cats... Okay, so, like, a couple of cats maybe were hanging out, and they saw Luna... you
2: know, hanging
1: out, (laughs) just sleeping and stuff, you know, like they do. And and they saw Luna come into their area and they're like, oh, what's this? And maybe they see Luna. Of course, like they're not smart. Cats aren't smart. I was going to say they see Luna do like smart stuff, like, and they're like, whoa, this cat is real smart and she's coming in and exploiting our area. We got to gather up all our friends and kick the crap out of her. (laughs) That's all I could guess. But even that makes no sense at all
0: like this is like a funny parallel to like the cat calling video that was viral a few months ago. <laughs> it feels like that. It feels like when I first saw it, it had this like strong overtone of like, oh yeah, all these all these cats want to bone Luna like hardcore.
2: That's what they're in I like, mean, there's look, some. Look, yeah. Look, I don't even want to say this now.
1: No, nope, you already started. <laughs> don't you gotta, even want to
2: say this now. You gotta do it.
0: Nope. But but like, station. like,
2: by the standards of the rest of the cats we see in this episode, Luna is very attractive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Luna's, like, the hottest cat in town. Yeah.
1: Sure. yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because she's a, a, a sophisticated house cat, and these are all strays, man.
2: Yeah, look, Luna, Luna's in shape. Luna works
1: out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So,
2: so, oh, yeah. she, so like, she's talking to... Also, I, hey, I do want to say, I love... Uh, I, I think we've talked about this on the show before I love it when Luna does cat stuff yeah like yeah. I love it when Luna do, like, so
3: like cute. if there
2: was an episode of you know Usagi using the moonstick to like using the disguise pin to like make a laser pointer and just like Luna getting really distracted by it like that would be the best episode ever
1: someone sent us a, oh. a cartoon at one point of uh Luna <laughs> <laughs> scratching at the bathroom door when Usagi was pooping yes. which was yes. pretty funny
2: <laughs> hilarious uh, oh, I love that forever that's so adorable so uh <laughs> As Amy is like, yeah, that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, the cats are getting organized. Like, that's some shit we should probably look into. Usagi uh, and uh, Makoto show up and they are wearing, again, super, super cute outfits. Uh, I really like Amy's. She's got like a, uh, she's wearing two sweaters, which is hilarious. She has like on a sweater, and she has accented it with another sweater worn <laughs> over her shoulders.
0: Okay, uh, another reason why I love Sailor Moon so much as a kid: I wore a lot of sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt very good seeing other people wear sweaters and then accessorize with other sweaters.
2: <laughs> Double sweater.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: she's got a she's got like a I guess it's a turtleneck, and then she's got like a, a light blue like a, a red turtleneck and then a light blue sweater on over it. It's um, autumn, baby. Uh, and and some like mustard colored uh, tights. Uh, it's very cute. It's very cute. Usagi uh, has on uh, another tur- a lot of turtlenecks. I think everyone's wearing a turtleneck in this scene. Actually, yeah. Usagi's uh, got like a turtleneck and like a uh, like a hoodie and bike shorts, <laughs> which are, like, is again hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's got me. like three layers on top, and then she's wearing like shorts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and she also has her, like, again, she's got her backpack with the moonstick just shoved in the top. Like, so the moonstick is sticking out.
1: So you can see when it beeps.
2: Yeah, I guess. Like, do you think that's on purpose? <laughs> uh, maybe. If we're being uh, nice. <laughs> Makoto, uh, uh like red orange, uh, I would say it's like a blood orange color uh, turtleneck, and then an off-the-shoulder uh, yellow sweater, and her uh, green pleated pants that we've seen her in before. And, and again, this is something that I think I, I, I've talked about really liking about Makoto before. It's it's simultaneously like tomboyish, but also like really cute. You yes, know, it's, exactly. it's 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 good. Uh, Ray is not there. Uh, it's Sunday, so she's off school, so she wants to go on a date. Ooh. Oh my.
1: Cut to Ray in a a phone booth, calling up her boyfriend. She gets tricked by... She calls from
2: a phone booth and gets an answering machine. It's a very 1992 scene.
1: Yep, yep. She gets tricked by his answering machine as well. And he doesn't... It's not even like he's pulling a trick. She just apparently talks to him so little, she doesn't understand... She doesn't know what his answering machine sounds like until now.
2: Look, memory takes a lot of dramatic pauses after everything. (laughs)
1: Yes. It's true. Uh, She's calling because... There is a shop that has a new kind of cake called tiramisu. That, it's a very
2: unusual kind of cake. <laughs> very unusual.
1: <laughs> you might not believe it, but she is very uh, conscious to trends. Uh, so <laughs> so that's why she's calling so they can go on this date. But Mamoru is screening his, his calls.
2: Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, I love it.
1: screening. Love she's his girlfriend. <laughs> kind of. He's screening his calls, but he's not even really listening. He's actually just sitting outside, standing outside on his balcony, going, "How am I going to get these crystals? Oh my god!"
2: <laughs> uh, Ray Ray has on like a a, a very cute uh, like orange blouse with like kind of poofy sleeves. Uh, it's got like poofy shoulders.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
2: Uh, meanwhile. Uh, too. uh chiba over here is just all all seafoam is seafoam is like his apartment is seafoam he's got like a curtain leading out to his balcony that is a, a seafoam green he is wearing a seafoam uh uh shirt with uh like darker green pants it is a very green day at uh at
1: the chiba household uh, <laughs> so don't get it you you now you how do you feel about Momoro
0: oh gosh um you know, he's like, he never seems very interested in Ray, <laughs> and I don't. Like I don't know what his deal is. He he acts like he's got like a chip on his shoulder, but there's nothing going on that would make you think anything's wrong with him. He's like the he's like the rush loving townie you had a crush on the summer before junior year. Like <laughs> you know it's not going to last very long. You know, there's no future here, but you like playing the game.
1: Oh man, poor Memoru. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel bad for him in a way.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Do you feel bad for him because he uh, he he doesn't have his memories uh, and he is compelled to date middle schoolers? <laughs> uh, it's it's
0: like it's like a it's like a myth for like all dudes. Like this could happen. To you.
1: You could date a middle school girl? I don't know if everybody wants that.
0: <laughs> no, it's like a curse. It's like oh, okay. you're never going to be mature enough <laughs> to date someone your own
2: age. I've met a lot of guys like that.
1: Okay, that I'll buy. That I'll buy. <laughs> so, speaking of middle school girls, cut back to the girls.
2: <laughs> That's a great segue. Uh, that was a great well, segue.
1: Speaking of middle school yep. girls, works for every scene of Sailor Moon, apparently. It does. It does. Um, so, cut back to the girls, and they go... Oh, man, uh, we haven't been able to find that last crystal. Let's Google Maps it. <laughs> they just like search for it on the computer and it goes, well, here it is. <laughs>
2: well, the weird thing is Amy's using her little pocket supercomputer that she yes. uh, that she got from from Luna. Uh, and when you see, there's like a close up of her typing on it. And I like, you know, freeze framed it because I wanted to see what RoboCop references were in this episode. <laughs> uh, and it's weirdly it's all names of people. So it's like she's going through names of people seeing who has the the rainbow crystal. But they're all, uh, like, uh, uh like, uh, Latino names. <laughs> like, they're all, like, you know, yeah. uh, Jorge del Bueno, or, uh, uh, Gustavo something, or, or Carlos, what is it, Carlos Says, or, and then there's, like, Peter Dykman is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Who so, are these people? I have no idea. Like, it, it seems like that is a place that they would have put in a gag. So, it's like, I feel like maybe that's people they knew. Hey. Sure. If not, uh,
1: I wonder where they got the names. That would be pretty funny.
2: Yeah, look, I told you there's like a, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, that there's a, a the Gunsmith Cats OAV where you see the Vietnam Memorial and the only two names you can see are uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm pretty sure those guys made it through the Nom. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Moonstick is is not uh, going off. So they're trying to use the uh, the the computer to figure out where it is. And Lou's like, "Yeah, we got some data on it." And it's like, "What data did you get?" <laughs> yeah, it makes like, no sense. When did, when did this? So maybe careful. maybe that's what like maybe those cats were guarding their data. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. It's just gibberish. It's just gibberish. They, they just had no way to. Again, they, we need to get them to the house, uh, yeah, which is so weird because it, like you said, it totally works.
2: They it just go. Where's the rainbow crystal? And it tells them exactly what. Like it gives them a street address. Got it. The GPS is them.
1: Then they go. Uh, so they go to this house. Oh, by the way, English dub ridiculousness. Uh, they go to the house, and Yusaki goes, "Wait, so where's the crystal? Is it in the house?" And I was like. <laughs> yes what
2: no no you soggy the crystal is the house (laughs) and then it's a crossover with house Uh, so yeah uh, Luna sees uh, Rhett Butler in the window and promptly loses her shit (laughs) Uh, she's like and the girls are like oh let's come on let's go in the house let's talk to the people there and see if like which what are they gonna say like hi we're three 14 year old girls do you have any weird crystals inside you right now yeah they wouldn't know can I can I point this uh s- scepter at you and see if it beeps <laughs> Um,
0: it's a pretty popular question in all anime. By the way, someone's going to ask someone about crystals
2: at some point. But yeah, so they're getting ready to go in, and uh, Makoto's like, "Hey, let's go!" And Luna's like, "Uh, you guys go ahead. I don't. I got. I got stuff to do." <laughs> she does not want to go in there and see Red Butler. And then we get Usagi's impression of Luna. Oh
1: my god, it was amazing.
2: It uh. it is amazing, but it's like it's 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 so weird.
1: It's very. She weird. makes her
2: hands. She makes her hands into the ears, and she. But she like pull, pulls her eyes weird. Yes, and she gets whiskers on her face and makes a kitty cat mouth. It's it's so weird, but I love it because she's like, like, Luna. This is an important mission. You must remember your duties. And it's like, like oh, yusagi has been waiting for this. <laughs>
0: At that same dinner bird the next time Luna Sass there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that was so beautiful to see. I'd um, never seen that. Does that ever happen in another episode?
1: No, no. I don't think oh, so.
0: What a treat.
1: But Luna's response is, I don't look that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, it is Shoo exactly what Luna
2: looks Shoo like.
0: got the eyes, was too much?
2: It is exactly what Luna looks like. No, it is not. Uh, so <laughs> the, the scouts go inside. Uh, Luna stays outside. And then a bunch of thuggish cats <laughs> yep. show up. Like, there's like a wall. Like, they're in a neighborhood where there's like walls uh, around all the houses. And like, there are just cats, like striking poses. onto Like, they all show up on this wall and like strike a pose. It's like, look at like. It's like again, they are thuggish cats. Yeah. I do not know yeah. how to describe it. Yeah, this is, is the cat story. Game. Yeah,
0: this is like West Side Story cats.
2: And Great, then, and then there is a shot of a weird spiraling space vagina. No, that is not what it is. With Luna freaking out oh. because I was like, "Oh no!" But yeah, and you're right. We see the uh, we see the nameplate for the door, and it is uh, it is Ohara. <laughs> it is a uh, 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 Karuhiko ok- Ohara. And
1: uh, Mimi and Anne. So, Uh, yeah, so the girls go up to the the door and they go, and the girl opens the door with the cat and says like, Hey, uh... How are you doing? Or whatever she says. And they're like, hey, are your parents home? And they're she's like, no, they're not going to be home for ages. I'm Which you
2: don't th- tell strangers that, even if they're 14-year-old girls. <laughs> I'm an
1: unintended child, and I'm going to be alone for a very long time, and I've already opened the door, and it would be very easy for you to just come into my house, which they are going to I, do in a moment. I have
2: the door open, and I am not holding to the handle at all, because <laughs> I need two hands to hold this giant cat.
1: This very fat cat. So uh, then, uh, by the way, guess what? Uh, Rhett Butler does exhibit monster telepathy because Rhett Butler all of a sudden realizes that Luna is in danger and runs away. Uh, with Wait, are you
2: saying, are you saying Rhett Butler might be the monster? I, oh, how,
1: I mean, I don't know what would make me think that. I, I'm sorry. it's mean, I, right. so weird. It's that's, so weird. But he definitely exhibits people. He definitely exhibits monster telepathy, though, like which we've only seen in monsters and quarter monsters like Ray. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, Rhett Butler uh, wriggles out of on's uh, uh, arms and runs away. on runs after him. And uh, Rhett Butler runs down a tiny little alley, which will be the yes. setting for, I'm going to say, the best scene in the show.
1: Amazing. <laughs> because, okay, because on runs down after her. and okay, which, and, which, by the way,
2: the scouts just let her go. scouts are just like, eh, well, that ain't our problem. Right, well... <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're like, look, we're not her parents. Like, we we didn't, we're not the ones who have to tell her not to do shit like this. Like, she she obviously hasn't learned anything. She'll learn from the hard way. Um, and she does, because here's what happens. She runs down a, a tiny alleyway and is jumped upon by a spread eagle man from above. Zoysite <laughs> jumps, arms and legs spread as wide as humanly possible. I don't know why. From That's above. <laughs> Down on top of her. Uh, very weird and very unpleasant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and gets ninja attacked <laughs> in this tiny little alley. This alley that's only wide enough for zoocyte. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, this, this episode is not for the claustrophobic, by the way. No. There are a lot of narrow spaces and tight shots that are like, oh, God.
2: Now, uh, to <laughs> their credit, when the uh, scouts hear the screams of a child, they do run after uh, meanwhile, Luna is dealing with again another bizarrely organized army of cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, 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 like, there's there's a green one in there, so I think we're just supposed to think that the green, Like, sometimes cats are green, guys. Yeah. Sometimes cats are green. Sometimes
1: they have blue eyes. Sometimes they have yellow eyes. Sometimes they have one of each.
2: Uh, so uh, skinny, skinny Heathcliff, skinny Garfield uh, jumps out. <laughs> And uh, Rhett Butler, like, moves like the wind to rescue uh, Luna, which is good because uh, yeah. uh, Skinny Garfield shatters the pavement.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's was Leaves a giant crater. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that cat is full of dark matter, I guess. Like, how <laughs> does that happen? What, what was the PSI on his
2: <laughs> it's, fall it's like shatters the pavement. Like there is a crater.
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: It's like, and it like, and it's not like a thing where it's like, like in a, a Looney Tunes cartoon, like it persists for oh, yeah. the next shot. It stays around. Uh, but
1: <laughs> this is uh, great.
2: Despite flipping through the air and, and holding Luna uh, by the scruff of her neck in uh, his teeth. Uh, Rhett Butler lands awkwardly and kind of teeters, <laughs> and there's a great, like it's such a great the, the comedic timing in this episode is fantastic because he just teeters for so long <laughs> and then just falls down, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a real good shot of his butthole. Yeah, everybody. Oh yeah, real oh. good shot of the beehole.
1: <laughs> it's 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 oh. just a little. They just draw the little asterisk on his butt backside and. Did, did not erase it for American audiences. American yep. children were treated to the shot of the cat butthole.
2: You, you don't have to erase it if it's, a, if it's a cat's butthole. Is
1: that how it works?
2: Okay. Yeah. If it's cat's butthole, you, like, you can show anything if it's a cat. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, think- Luna is topless for most of the show.
2: I don't think I don't think that's actually true, though. I don't think I don't know if that is true. No, it's not. But they they land in the sewer. They, they land on an open. They land on a weirdly open No,
1: manhole. they land on a manhole and it does a thing a manhole cannot possibly do, which is like spin.
2: Well, the, it's yeah. like, they land on the manhole and it's not like on the uh, it's not on the hole properly. They land on the cover and it's not like on the hole properly. It's like slightly askew. Oh yeah. Which is why they fall.
1: All right, maybe.
2: I mean, look, there's a lot of convenience in this episode. Uh, and again, there's a great, like, it keeps cutting back to the cats watching this. And the
1: cats are like, what? What is <laughs> yeah. happening? Yeah. No one knows what is happening in this episode. Because it, it is crazy. Because there's no explanation. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you, you, you'd you think maybe, is there some exp, exp, At one point, when I, the first time I watched it, I was. I was like... Oh, is there going to be some reason that all these cats are doing this? Like Zoysite has done something?
2: Like they're they're they were in Jedi's pet store three yeah. episodes
1: ago. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> or like Zoysite is like there's uh, there's uh, I know that this cat or this girl who has a cat or like something, and so they put a spell on that. No, there's none of that. It's just this is the way cats act in this universe for this episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, back in this tiny, like two foot wide alley, zoocyte has rendered a child unconscious, yep. presumably through physical violence. Yep. Uh ZOI! Zoe, Zoe. And then punches a child in the face. <laughs> Zoicite is like, yeah, now signing the rainbow crystal. Oh shit, this kid does not have a crystal inside her. God damn it, it was the cat. <laughs> So this yes. is where Zoocyte realizes that, uh, he says the final great monster wasn't reborn as a human. Uh, it was a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, look, I could not love this episode more. And like, part of why I love this episode is that it does like, you know, like it fucks up the formula and it's always fun to do that. Yes. But like, <laughs> it raises so many questions. <laughs>
0: Like it's such a funny thing to
2: realize. If if the if the monsters don't have to be reborn as humans, that it is statistically unlikely <laughs> that six out of seven would be. It would be like, like the bulk <laughs> of them
1: should be ants.
2: Yeah, the bulk of them should be ants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's I. That's the same thing I was thinking. <laughs>
1: or like can they be like trees? Could it be like oh the monster is that patch of grass over there i guess. Oh
2: yeah, weird. Is the monster <laughs> in that person? No, it's in a it's in a bacteria that lives in that person's lungs. <laughs> <laughs> like what are the requirements? Like, do you have to be a mammal? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do you maybe. have to well, I mean you look, you obviously have to live in, you have to live in fucking Tokyo. Well,
1: sure, of course. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's not a lot of
1: globe trotting. <laughs> a certain neighborhood of Tokyo, in fact. Oh. Yeah, you
2: have to live in the Jubon district. Uh, yeah, like I mean, look, I'm willing. I'm, I'm willing to give them that they are all within a three block radius of each other. <laughs> But if one is a cat that raises more that raises questions this show is not prepared to answer.
1: And and well and also like you said yeah. grandpa is probably like, you know, 60 years old and this cat is probably, you know, 10
2: 3 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 10 at the most. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no way a cat that fat is going to live past 10. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh jeez.
2: Unless, unless it's a weird like, unless it's yeah, like this cat is also sixty years old.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, the cat is the cat is psychic again. We we just established.
2: Also, also that's another thing. Grandpa had a monster inside him. Grandpa had kids at one point. (laughs) Like Grandpa raised children. That's why Ray is a a fourth
1: monster, as we know.
2: Okay, okay, so um, this is. But at the same time, like this goes back to the question that we had of like, were they these monsters a thousand years ago? Was there a, cr- was it a crane game monster a thousand years ago who, when he was reborn, that's why Joe, the crane game troll was like attracted to crane games. Like th- there was a priest angel boxer monster that became, it was like, well, yeah, that directs this person's life. Like it goes back to like, it really goes back to my question of is Usagi Mr. and Mrs. Tsukino's kid? Like, if you t- look at her genetics, is she is she the product of those two people? Like, I there's so many questions about this. <laughs> I mean Because like
1: well, spoiler warning The reason I can't Rhett answer Smutler, that Oh go ahead. Well I was gonna say spoiler
2: warning, Rhett Butler turns into a cat monster.
1: Right. The reason I can't like, answer that is because the show is so weird about visuals. Because my instinct is to say, well, she can't really be their kid because she looks identical to the way she looked a thousand years ago. But, like I said.
2: Which is also identical to her mother and also identical to her daughter. Like, there is no.
1: It's similar to her daughter. (laughs) Um, but, but 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 what I'm saying is, but because the show is so weird about about the way people look, and, and for all I know, the reason they look that way is because they're showing us their, like, souls. You know what I mean? In the sense that nobody recognizes Sailor Moon, even though she clearly is exactly the same as Usagi all the time. To us. So to I, us. I don't know if we can trust that what we see is what is actually seen. <laughs> it's,
2: I don't, like, I just... There's a lot of questions I have about this. There's a lot of questions I have about Rhett Butler
1: and his status. And, um, and does that mean that the monster was dumb? Or is Rhett Butler much smarter than he appears? Yeah,
2: like, well, I mean, but, like, the monsters, like, Some the of them monsters eloquently. have not really been who?
1: Like, uh, I, well, Big Flask? Was a, yeah, I guess. No, no. Dude, I guess Big they, Flask, because remember, Big Flask was the one who said, like, all the single-celled organisms were the birth of all life in the universe, including you.
2: Yeah, I guess, and I guess like Peggy. Who was Peggy? Who was Peggy's monster? Do you remember? Who's Peggy? Like she. Yeah, Peggy the artist. Oh right, the
1: Japanese name. Right, her. Um, I can't even remember her monster now. Peggy
2: Jones. Uh, uh, yeah, well, like she, I guess she talks a little bit, but like yeah. uh, Amy's, can talk uh Amy's boyfriend, who isn't her boyfriend, because that he's barking up the wrong
1: tree on that uh.
2: one. <laughs> He like his monster was like a monster. Like Yeah. It was like you know, it didn't talk. Uh grandpa's monster didn't talk. Like, yeah, Gigi did so, not like, talk. So like I don't Gigi did not talk. GG like that's like it was a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. Fucking the cat is a monster. <laughs> like the kid- the cat is a is has a crystal inside him. So weird.
0: Um, oh, and like, didn't what was the uh, what it's what the what? Ret Butler said when he turned into a monster. Did he say meow fresh?
1: Oh, he does. Yes.
2: He, well, no, yes. that's when he turns that's back. So when he turns that's back, instead of saying meow fresh, he says meow, meow fresh. fresh.
1: And I pointed out to my wife, the weird part of that is not the meow. The weird part is that cat just said fresh, which is very yeah. unusual.
0: It, doesn't get is sense. it uh, it's constant statements. <laughs> but I, I love it. So does he have to say that every every time he transforms back? I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I everybody, hope.
2: everybody who gets turned back into a human says refresh. <laughs> we, we <laughs> for some reason, we
1: we have to get going. We are. I mean, again, I could talk about this episode forever, okay, but okay. we're very well, far. Now we're into at it. The,
2: the best scene ever. Now yes. we're at the best scene ever because yeah. all three uh, sailors and G, all
1: three scouts. Quick question: Have shown up in yes? Did they transform? There's no transformation in this episode, is there?
2: There's no no transformation. Students, no, but they have transformed. They transformed while Luna was falling into a sewer. Okay, awesome. Uh All three Sinchi have shown up in the alley and are trying to get into it at the same time. Oh
0: yeah, like, they never form a single file line. Yeah, which like it's a three stooges situation.
2: The, the scouts, like we have talked about their their like their dimensions before. We've talked about. I mean, I, I was about to say measurements, but that is, I mean, the, while technically accurate, that is not what we have discussed. Like, <laughs> Sailor Moon's 4'11. She's tiny. Like, uh, you know, Makoto is bigger, but she's only 5'7, five, 5'6, five, right? 5'6". Right? <laughs> like, and they're all, like, they're Nakeyo Takeuchi drawings. They're, like, all, like, they're all leg and head. Like, they're <laughs> yes. super
1: willowy and thin. But they're trying to like, do they could, big poses. They're trying to do their arms akimbo poses, you know, and they can't do it. They're trying to squeeze themselves in. <laughs>
2: three abreast uh, instead of just walking single file and yeah then they start doing their poses and it's the best like you like keeps like slapping uh the others in the face and like poking them in the eyes trying to do uh, a Shukyo uh pose yep uh amy tries to do bubble spray leans too far forward and falls on her face with her ass in the air yeah So great. And Makoto turns bright red and her eyes are the size of footballs staring directly up Amy's skirt.
1: Now, okay, this is the one. This is this is a hundred percent true, and it goes on for like 15, 20 seconds or something. Like she just, and she doesn't take her eyes off of it. It's crazy, and it's the only thing that has ever made me uh, think maybe Chris might be hit right. And I knew really? he would latch on. The
2: episode us. where they danced yeah. together. We haven't
1: gotten it? to that one yet. And I okay. again, and, and okay. before I never thought of them as being a couple, so I never considered it. But we'll we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: look look look. Makoto is into amy that's all i am saying because like it's not like it's just the one pose either. like she like she like puts like she like bites her knuckle looking too like yeah there's, there is there's a change of pose looking at yeah
1: it. you're right you're right I, now, I'm, quick I'm question it.
2: did that make it into the american version
1: it, oh yeah absolutely uh, it, b- because well, because it is. I mean, here's the thing: it is kind of subtle, and you don't have. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could just be embarrassment. It could be. Uh, and but yes, the, all all of this scene, none of this scene gets cut.
2: Okay, okay, it's, it's great. So, double uh, spray is not working, which is a shame because we all know that is the ultimate power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, most powerful. Most
2: powerful. Uh, so, uh, Jupiter tries to do supreme thunder in this tiny little alley. <laughs> with her friend standing next to her. Like, her antenna comes out and starts activating and everything. And uh, Amy literally goes, you are going to electrocute us all. You are going <laughs> right. to kill us.
0: you going to murder everyone in this alleyway.
1: Uh,
2: yep. Which is weird, because, you know, we've, like, we've seen them take, like, energy attacks before, and they've been okay. Uh, Zoocyte could easily murder all three Sinchi at this point, <laughs> by the way. Like,
0: Very patient with yeah. his antics.
2: And Zoicite just goes, "Oh yeah, not worth it. I'm out." In the American yes.
1: version, uh, let me see what was it. Uh, sailor, first of all, Sailor Jupiter calls Zoyce a dweezil. <sighs> but- <laughs>
0: Man. I need to start incorporating that in my everyday language. <laughs> she so. calls
1: him a tweasel.
0: Going to a Z fest today, so that's I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to work that into a sentence today.
1: And then uh and then Zoe calls the scouts a bunch of goofs and then also calls them the three sailor stooges.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <so> <laughs> Accurate.
1: Yep. Okay. okay, so Zoicite just gets away, right? What happens? <laughs> I can't even remember what it is. leaves. Yeah, well, just goes on out. leaves
2: to go look for the cat, which right. is weird because he teleports directly into the sewer, which I guess just following the vibes of the Dark Crystal, because like, how would Zoicite know that there's a cat gang war going on? <laughs> and yeah. That uh, uh, the Luna and uh, Rhett Butler had fallen into the sewer. But yeah, Zoosite leaves because the rainbow crystal is not there, and I guess he just wants to go get it, leaving the scouts in care of this uh, child who has just gotten punched in the face. So Zoicite shows up in the sewer and, and, and he's like, Oh, why is like oh God. why does this smell so bad here? That's right. And Zoicite goes, This is why I hate non-human monsters. And it's like, motherfucker, there hasn't been a non-human monster yet. Like you like, <laughs> you can't say, Oh, this is why I hate it. They this always the they always end, the always end up in the sewers. Always end up in the sewers.
1: Uh, Zoicite then, so she hates the smell, or he, I'm sorry, he hates the smell, steps boot first into raw sewage, uh, and then dramatically turns to the camera and goes, This might be Zoicite's most difficult challenge yet.
0: Oh, so great. Me, the protagonist of this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this my my hardest challenge. yet Let's we'll see how I do.
2: <laughs> and like we are only halfway through this episode.
1: I know. BGW. I know. That's why we gotta uh, keep going. Okay, so yeah. Luna and, and uh <laughs> Rhett Butler are down in the sewers, and Luna is like, What what is like this is crazy? What is going on? Oh my god, you got hurt. How did you get hurt? Are you get hurt saving me? And Rhett Butler says nothing. And then she goes, well, Why did you do that? Is it because you like me? And then Rhett Butler goes, Blush. <laughs> <laughs> An really adorable cat plush.
2: great. <laughs> While all this is going on, uh, the scouts are back at uh, the O'Hara household. Ugh, I can't. I can't even deal with that right now. <laughs> uh, and because they they don't know that On uh, or N doesn't have the crystal, right. they think that Zoisite just left for no reason. Uh, presumably, so everyone would not get electrocuted, including On An and Zoisite and all the scouts. Um, so they go back to her house. And not noticing that the uh, Moonstick is no longer beeping. Uh, They just play video games. He's like, oh, she's got the Sailor V game. I'm going to play this. I'm going to rock and roll on this Super NES real quick.
0: That was super fun to see, but these girls are not the best detectives.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> no. And then one of my so, favorite uh, scenes in the whole episode: Zoisite is crawling through what appears to be a sewer tube. Oh, uh, this pipe! Is, this is like
2: mega gross it's and so like horrifying. Good. It's so good. Yeah, it's like great. But
1: he, it's like <laughs> he leans against the wall, <laughs> and then goes, Whoa, hmm. "It feels like warm <laughs> and like squishy." what's going on here the wall every inch of this tube is made up of rats
2: yeah yes. it's just like oh, it's a tube of rats no, i believe this i believe millions of rats. i believe sewer rats uh like are in hordes
1: but they can't like, cover every they, inch of a surface
2: yeah it's not
1: like a bad case
2: <laughs> i mean it's it's also like fucking terrifying, like for <laughs> real. Like it is horror movie. Like it's it's kind of played for laughs. Oh yeah, and it, it, largely because it's zoysite yeah. and fuck zoocyte. But like it's straight horror movie shit.
1: It's uh, yeah. Uh, and as he comes out of the tube, he runs. As he's running out of the tube, he's like a parade of rats. <laughs> he calls it a parade of rats.
2: So Ray is walking down the street. <laughs> oh, uh, great, Ray. Not- successfully gotten Mamoru to go get this unusual cake called tiramisu (laughs) with her. Uh, And it's actually like in the middle of this episode where everything is like goofy and wacky as shit. There's like a really cool little scene uh, where she runs into Yuichiro. You know, Chad. And he has the day off from the temple, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because she goes, oh, you have the day off. And they're looking at each other. And meanwhile, there's like posters behind them. Like movie posters behind them of uh, a a man and a woman who are facing away from each other. Like very like dramatically like kind of romantically posed like their perfume ads, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're like facing each other on the street, which is like, it's a really like interesting little, uh, set for the scene, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because like Yuichiro starts asking her out and the, the, the Japanese writing on the poster behind him says, now this is your chance. Uh, so yeah. And so it keeps changing. Ray gets her, uh,
1: Ray gets her, uh, Ray gets her date after all. No, 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 no. He's, he asks her out and she's like, mm, I don't know. Like I, I might be busy. And then he's like, okay, fine. Bye. And leans. And then she's like, oh, oh I, I was, I, I would have liked to actually, oh, well.
2: And she says he's gone with the wind, I guess. Oh. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Yeah, the posters, oh, though, I the can. posters keep changing oh, okay. over the course yeah. of their conversation. It's really weird. Yeah.
2: So, uh, back in the sewer, that's where we get the scene where Luna's like, like, Luna is like so fucking done with everything. Uh, Luna is like leaning, like standing on two legs, oh, leaning against sorry. the wall. Acting sorry. Acting sorry. Uh, and right,
1: then, but right, then, right. But
2: then she sees that, uh, then she sees that Rhett Butler got, got hurt. He got a oh, little cut on his
1: leg. I did it out of order. Sorry.
2: Oh, uh, she starts to, she starts to think that maybe Rhett Butler, maybe she could
1: have a romantic relationship no. with this
2: cat who can't talk.
1: No. No. <laughs> i don't think that's what she's thinking
2: so then they start to hear a rumbling and then they look and out of the sewer zooitete running hell bent for leather uh followed by a tidal wave of cats <laughs> oh, so still good. like like the rats, so happy rats. that he is the tidal wave of rats so happy that he is seeing the cat like he, he still thinks he's gonna pull this one out <laughs> He still thinks he's going to do it. And that's when Lou's like, you have a rainbow crystal? <laughs> like, like Red Butler's going to go, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got me.
2: So they try to escape through a tiny little, uh, like hole in the wall. Red Butler can't fit because he's too fat. We get another real long shot of a cat's butthole.
0: <laughs> the longest shot of a cat's butthole. I think a cat Luna,
2: person. again on two legs. Jamming him stomping, in there. Stomping him in the taint. Trying
1: to get him... <laughs> Not only stuck with hold. like face pushed against sometimes, like pfft, yeah. head against him. Uh and-
2: and again, this is a little tiny hole in the wall that this cat had trouble getting to. This is the zoysite best. Zoicite just like curves on into it. Zoysite, like just <laughs> like a snake.
1: Just right in. So followed adorable.
2: By, All followed the by the tidal oh. wave of rats or gray circles as they are drawn. Yes.
1: And then the Zoicite <laughs> so is crawling like the wind and the cats are running. But although, except, uh, Red Butler doesn't seem to get the urgency here. He just is kind of yeah. like. Do, do, yeah. Do, do, do. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> Tsunami of rats are like <laughs> Charging toward his asshole <laughs> It's like it just, That's what it looks like It looks like they're going for his butt The way it's animated it's amazing
2: The rats overtake Zoosite at one point which again is Fucking horrifying <laughs> Yes
1: Yeah so it's uh, totally o- totally completely consumed by well not consumed but like uh, overtaken and enveloped, enveloped yes
2: by rat uh, so then uh they get out they're in a they're in a canal
1: ray is also well meanwhile the the girls back at the house finally realize that the moonstick is not going off and they figure right, right. out the, 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 the gems in the cat as well.
2: So, uh, Ray is at this canal, like, going, Oh, I should have gone out with you Jiro. Uh, like, yeah, you should have, Ray. Stop being mean to everybody, and maybe you'll find some love in this cruel world of ours. Uh, the, she sees Luna and Rhett Butler. She's like, who the fuck is that big, ob- morbidly obese cat?
1: <laughs> but assumes that they're in love. Because she's like oh, like, oh, Luna, she, you she goes, sly. Oh, Luna's
2: got a boyfriend. Yeah. You sly thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, and that they're like after them because they don't they don't believe they should be together. Well, like she yes, assumes the it's rats, like a political thing.
2: The rats like, explode uh, out of this like tunnel and it is it is done like an explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's horrifying. And it's
1: the This is like the creepiest thing in the episode, I think, which is so oh, yeah. they, expo- they explode out. They, they 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 smash through the two cats, knocking them on their asses, and then they grow up into like a tube shaped pile of rats. And you find out that Soyzite has somehow like commandeered the rats as rat armor. <laughs> yes.
2: Zoicite yeah. goes disaster. Disaster oh, has turned to fortune, and then like the rats <laughs> move away from her eyes, so she is looking out. From this, like, massive body of rats. <laughs> Which is, this a Dark Kingdom thing? Like, <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know oh, It's yep. so crazy. It's so weird. And then before so. she can strike, uh, all of a sudden, in comes some fire. Uh, Sailor Mars has arrived. Again, we didn't get a transformation. Not a single transformation this whole episode. Fire comes in and she's like... <laughs> don't, again, she's all about love. She's like, I'm the champion of the Lovelorn. Uh, you can't screw this up for... For us, uh, (laughs) about how humans deserve love, and you know what? So do animals. Even uh,
2: between cats, it's still love, and Luna's still (laughs) going. Oh, I love that soapbox! And Luna is still like again. Hercules, like Rhett Butler, did get injured saving her life, and Luna's like, "He is not my boyfriend. (laughs) We are not together." (laughs) Right. God damn, Luna. Uh, <laughs> so, so I talked about the, the, the new dub a little bit, and I, I really do. I am enjoying the new dub quite a bit. I think the are good, but unfortunately, uh, we don't. The new dub they have decided not to say uh, in this episode in the name of Mars, I'll discipline you. Yeah. Which is the very uh, BDSM uh, catchphrase that Ray has. Instead, (laughs) uh, they go with chastise. What? Which I I believe is uh, what Amy says. I I believe when Amy says it, it's in the name of Mercury, I'll chastise you. Or maybe Mars has said that before. But in the subtitles
1: here, it is in the name of Mars, I'll discipline you. And then this part makes no sense to me. Because... Yeah? Well, to me, what makes no sense is... Well, first of all, all the rats just fall off of Zoe and they're just gone. Okay, rats are dead. There was a... There was fire. Okay, I guess rats don't like fire, sure. Um,
2: They kind of just sloughed off (laughs) of Zoesite. Yeah. mega (laughs) gross.
1: And so then Zoesite goes, I'm going to take the crystal. And for some stupid reason, Sailor Mars is like, nothing I can do about that. I can't (laughs) use fire against this dude. Like, that won't work. Well, wait, that would work. Just shoot your fire again instead of looking confused. Oh well.
2: So Zoset uses the dark crystal to uh, pull the violet crystal. This is we're done. We roji it. Mm-hmm. This is the last one. Uh, the dark crystal is oh, this out. This is great. And it turns uh, Rhett Butler into a like like a a a uh, white wolf games character. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The,
1: werewolf the the whatevering. I forget what werewolf is.
2: Yeah. Werewolf the wolfening. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> which like it's a big like werecat monster, but also it's Sailor Moon, so it's wearing jewelry. Yep. <laughs>
1: All sorts it's of still, It still has a necklace and some bracelets, and yes, you know, jazzy.
2: It's and, still accessorizing.
1: And then uh, another amazing part, because again, what what I love about these episodes is you'll have an episode where something will take half the episode is is like spent on one aspect of this, and then the next episode <laughs> it'll just go bing done. And so what happens is she pulls the crystal out, and tuxedo mask knocks it out of her hand, grabs it, and goes thanks, bye, and leaves. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it, like, my favorite part of it is that like the, the rose goes uh, uh you know i guess like kind of scrapes across zooside's hand and zooside's like that hurts ow <laughs> yeah that hurts And like, yep it's i'm taking the crystal farewell <laughs> that's it <And laughs> that's the he, whole like, thing leaves leaves his girlfriend oh, technically yeah, that's up right Against a cat monster that's true like, a giant and like and uh, has just said like hey there's only one of them here today you can kill it like you can do you can handle this (laughs) yeah 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 um luna like climbs up there's like a little slanted wall leaning down to the the canal that tuxedo Mask literally slides down Mm -hmm. by the way he slides down this 45 degree angled wall he doesn't jump it's not cool at all he just like slides like i could do this no slides (laughs) down the wall and goes i'm taking this bye Bye. Uh So Luna is there and Luna's like, Luna's like, hey, listen, uh, Rhett Butler, my friend Sailor Moon is going to be here in a minute and she could turn you back into a regular cat. Uh, though TBQH, I don't know why you want to be a regular cat and not this super ripped, awesome monster that you are right now. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out that like the boy who had the crush on Amy, uh, Rhett Butler still retains some of his love for Luna. Yeah. and because c- She falls. The monster still has the cut on his arm uh,
1: and Luna, he Luna, catches Luna. Luna when she falls. Yeah, she falls and he catches yeah. her. The monster actually does not do a single aggressive thing in the entire episode.
3: No, not at all. Not at all. Right. Uh, so and,
2: it,
1: and, it and, ca- catches uh, Luna. Go, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Ray goes, They really are in love. And then they do the Gone with the Wind poster with a cat monster and a talking cat from space. That's
1: Ray's so going to cry. She's like in love. She's like so moved by this. So then all of a sudden the other sc- scouts show up and all they see is a monster has Luna and they they go on the attack. Judgmental yeah, right. bastards. Uh, they they bubble spray. Uh, like you said, Jupiter comes in and does this awesome like well slide down the wall, which apparently Chris thinks is so easy.
2: No, no. <laughs> Jupiter, is, Jupiter is in <laughs> midair until she grabs Luna. Then she slides down the wall. Oh, okay. The, okay. Uh,
0: yeah. Way more badass
2: than Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then. then uh, like, Jupiter Jupiter got some air on that. Like Tuxedo Mask was just like, hang on, let me let me, let me, yeah. Can I get down there? Okay. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> it's mine now.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, uh, they don't use the kill attack. They use the heal attack, and he is healed. And it's a happy ending. Meow probably. fresh. Meow fresh. Meow fresh. Meow fresh. <laughs> Meow fresh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like the thing is, like Hercules, like we talked about, Red Butler kind of walking around really slowly and everything. Like the monster is still kind of like slow and like bored by everything. <laughs> Again, it is not aggressive at all.
1: No. Uh.
2: Yeah, they they turn him back into a regular cat. Uh, he goes home back to the Ohara household uh, where he is swung around uh, in the way that you can swing around a cat by holding him under the shoulders. Like it's really great animation. Uh, they're like, like Isagi's like, "Do you want to say goodbye to your boyfriend?" <laughs> and uh, Makoto refers to them as lovers,
1: and then Yusagi says, "So hot." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, it's so. Oh, and that is like, that, and that's the end of it. That is the. End well, of then episode. you do get
1: this really adorable shot of Luna, Luna, because Luna's like, no, 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 none of that, none of that, and then all of a sudden you get the shot of her like. Kind of like gazing happily at the sky, and the and and Red Butler's face appears in the sky, and then he blushes, and then she's like, "Oh, so I think no is the answer." <laughs> another
0: <laughs> "Gone with the Wind" reference—the last shot of "Gone with Wind," which is funny, is like it's like the opposite of what happens at the end of "Gone
2: with the Wind." I want a tattoo of that shot. I want a full yeah. back piece of that uh, of the last shot of this episode.
0: Oh my god! Me too. I want that oh. animation cell so badly. I want that and like the rat charging toward uh, his butthole. So, <laughs> oh so such a, I can't like look
2: at that animation cell. I love this episode. It's so bonkers. I, I, I feel like we have a lot of questions, but maybe we can learn something from this episode. So Jordan, <laughs> yes. Do you have the original Sailor Moon says from this episode? I certainly do.
1: Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Luna's got to be one of my very best friends. But keeping pets is more than furry hugs and cuddles. If you love your pet, you want to give him or her good nutritional food. And make sure they get all the shots they need from your veterinarian.
0: And don't let them wander into the street where they can get hit by a car. There are so many unwanted pets in the world. Talk to your parents and your animal's vet about getting your pet spayed or
2: neutered. Luna says.
0: Meow. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Can, can we yeah. take a moment and talk about how weird it is that Luna wants you to talk to your to talk about getting your cat spayed or neutered? Oh, yeah. Well, no,
1: because she wants that because she's like, that way there'll be fewer <laughs> cats to, like, kick my ass on the streets.
2: Yeah, so, but, like, okay, <laughs> does this mean Usagi has taken Luna to a veterinarian? No, I mean... Oh. For shots. Probably for shots, don't yeah. want to... Yeah, and, and to just... get
1: spayed. No, not to get spayed, no. Is
2: is Artemis
1: neutered? No, we know this for a fact.
2: Uh, well, then, yeah. Don't, don't do as I say. Do as I, don't as do do as I do, do
1: as I say, says Luna. Because, Well, no, again, Luna's talking about dumb cats. <laughs> Don't let, uh. Well in addition, speaking of dumb cats though, Luna says there are so many unwanted pets in the world. Which I think all she means stray No, stray cats are not pets. They are unwanted animals. <laughs> no, potential if pets. Unwanted pets would be people going, Oh, I hate this fucking cat that's hanging around my house all the goddamn time.
2: Well that like like you saw me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that is of of all the sailor moon says that we've got lately mm-hmm. like the weird ones about like like hey we had a lot of fun with this uh with this painting monster but there's nothing sailor moon about doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> like This one is actually the most relevant to sure. the events of the episode. Sure. Like, True. yes, your animals can get into trouble if you're not on top of that shit. Yeah. What did we learn from this episode? Uh, Amanda, we will start with you. It's time for Sailor Business Says. What did you learn from this episode? Well,
0: Sailor Business Says. I have, I, have, I came away with a lot of things. But okay. especially, ne- never cock block a cat. Especially <laughs> if they're unspayed or neutered. Very important. Remember, rats always travel in packs of millions. <laughs> It can sue you at any
2: time. It's so weird that Tokyo was devastated by the black plague in the uh in in, in the 1990s. Yes. (laughs)
0: Uh, And uh, the least interested cats also happen to be the cutest cats. Just be prepared. Uh That's that's important to know. I mean, if uh, you know, we're attracted to people who don't uh, immediately repay our affection. So be patient. Uh, also, there's always bound to be some kind of magical element in a cat. If there's something weird going on, just dig around. Dig around. Dig around. Also, Gone with the Wind is very important.
1: <laughs> you every, learned a lot. Every child
0: should Gone with the Wind as wow. a child, like wow. before
2: age, preferably. Uh, yeah. Jordan, what did
1: you learn? I learned the best way for a grown man to take out a six-year-old child is jumping on them spread-eagled from above. <laughs>
0: Right, the safest, maximum coverage. Also, uh, most aerodynamic.
2: Yeah, uh, I learned that it is perfectly okay to just completely judge something by its appearance. Like, if there is someone who is interested in you and you are not like immediately physically attracted to them, that that person is probably garbage. And like, if they keep <laughs> okay. doing, like, even if they keep saving your life. <laughs> You should like, keep insisting loudly to anyone who asks that you are not together and that
1: is not your boyfriend. It's interesting you say that. Yeah. We'll see if you feel that way next episode. <laughs> oh,
0: next episode. Uh, so good. Uh, oh my God. I want to talk about that. <laughs> next time.
1: Next time.
2: So funny. Uh, So yeah, final thoughts on this episode. Uh, Again, like could, I could not love this episode more. Um, It's, it's so great. Uh, Even if you don't watch, if you listen to this show and don't watch the show, which again, I know there are people who do that. I cannot imagine living that life. (laughs) Like you (laughs) should definitely go watch this episode. It's, it's on Hulu. It's uh, completely delightful. Uh, It's episode 31. Uh, Yeah. Like so great. So much great animation. like, you know us talking about it doesn't really do this episode justice it is one of those that you need to see yeah because there are so many great visual gags yeah Uh, you're gonna
0: freeze frame you're gonna rewind a lot it's it's
2: so
1: good so good
2: yeah like so many great faces from everyone (laughs) uh like you saw like all the scouts are constantly pulling faces in this like even in the like semi-romantic uh, yubichiro and Ray scene um like Rey has this weird face the entire time like pulling this weird face yeah i <laughs> again i love i love this episode like top like top three top one maybe
1: yeah it's like, might be. so great and i know yeah. i say
2: that a lot but like because we do we do love this show cool. uh but yeah it's uh it's Such a good episode, Uh, Amanda. What did you What did you think?
0: Oh my god! Just even if you are listening to this uh, inexplicably because you hate Sailor Moon or don't know anything about Sailor Moon, just start with this episode. It's every it it encapsulates everything that's so great about Sailor Moon, and it's also like it's just it's the weirdest episode. It's one of the funniest, and it's really sweet (laughs) in the way that it's, it's really unexpected. Um, it creeps up on you and also just, ah, uh, there's just so many great bits of animation just as like an animation fan. You would love it too. Uh, it's so good. One of my favorites, probably top three for sure. Yay. Jordan, Yay. To add?
1: Yeah. I, I agreed with everything being said. Love it. Love it. Love it. it. It, it, it's a, it's a hard episode. It's, I mean, it's the episode to beat basically, uh, for mm-hmm. best episode at this point. I think it may be my favorite of all the ones we've discussed on the show. So far,
2: yeah. it, it, it is like the it is like I mean, it's a filler episode, you know, it, it's the absolute definition of a filler episode, mm-hmm. 100%. but it's also like so ridiculously fun. Mm-hmm. It's so like it's so, you know, like you don't learn anything new about any of these characters in this episode it is even not even really focused on the scouts, but even like Zoesite is hilarious. Yeah. Awesome. in this one, Like it's, it's the definition of a filler episode and it's so, so good. Um, but yeah, like I, I think we're all in agreement that it's a great one. Uh, Amanda, before we let you go, um, can you tell yeah. everyone uh, where they can find you on uh, the internet? For
0: Sure. So, uh, so I, uh, you can find all of my stuff at devastatorpress.com. So um, I'm publisher and editor of Devastator Press, which is an all-comedy publisher. It's uh, we do comics we do comedy writing, we do zines, we do funny novels. Um, we're best known for our flagship series, it's called The Devastator. It comes out twice a year, and each one's a different theme. Uh, uh, most relevant to this podcast, uh, our most recent book is all otaku. Um, so it's all anime, manga, like Japanese snacks, uh, obsessions with cats. It's like all all like our favorite otaku things in one book. And there is also a Sailor Moon comic in uh, that I love a lot, uh, in which there's a new Sailor Scout and she doesn't get along with everyone very well. It's really great. Um, and uh, it was a uh, drawn by Molly Nemestek, who's really funny uh, Canadian cartoonist. Uh, and uh, on the other side, it's uh it's our parody of Death Note called Dick Note. And uh, instead of killing someone, it just it pranks them in a, in a you know, a fun way. It's entertaining for you, um, you know, because there's a time and a place for death. It's a little harsh for a lot of cases, you know. Um, and uh, and our most upcoming is uh, all horror uh, that comes out this month, actually, uh, on the 22nd. And uh, so, yeah, you can find a bunch of our stuff on DevastatorPress.com. Um, we're on Twitter at Get Devastated. Uh, my Twitter is at Amandonium, so Amanda, as if it were a, a periodic element. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's a, those are those are the, the big places. Um, I'm I'm super psyched uh, to to hear this podcast again. I just want to like relive this episode as much <laughs> as possible. Uh, oh my god! Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that's where you can find our stuff.
1: Devastatorpress.com. Awesome. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at crack except the o is a zero
2: Whoa. and uh you can find me on twitter at the isb uh i'll probably be off for a little bit but maybe i'll be back by the time you're listening to this uh so that does it you can find uh, at sailor business uh and you can go to sailorbusiness.com please send us uh any sailor moon fan art any drawings of rhett butler uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> please
2: please, I'm going to go ahead and say this because I know someone's going to do it and I know that me saying don't do it is going to do it please do not send as strong as Rhett Butler's butthole <laughs> it's uh, too late <laughs> it's going to happen oh
0: yeah I gonna do
2: some fan art please <laughs> in preparation
0: for this
2: going live uh but yeah send us you know pictures of usagi as a tennis ball send us any sailor moon questions that you have that we can answer on the show any sailor moon fan art any uh, interesting sailor moon or sailor moon related oddities that you come across we're always interested in seeing stuff like that uh and if you uh, go to our twitter account and you go through our favorites or the things that we've retweeted you can see some great uh fan art that we've gotten the the drawing of luna scratching on the door while usagi is in the bathroom uh it's pretty I I think I honestly think the fan art to beat is uh, Makoto on the cover of Action Comics number one. Like that's that <laughs> one. And the one of, of me and Jordan uh, with me in the tennis ball and Jordan eating the hamburger. Yep. Like that's that's about as good as they get. Uh, <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for listening. Definitely check that out. We will be back next week, and uh, hopefully Amanda will be back to join us uh, to discuss. Jordan, what is our next episode?
1: Oh, the next one is called... Do, 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 do. Umino's Resolve. I will protect Ma- Naru. At least that's one translation of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is uh, that is what we will be watching next week. Oh, that's that's Tuxedo Melvin. It isn't is it? Tuxedo
1: Melvin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, so so
2: good. we will be back to talk Tuxedo Melvin next week. Uh, thank you all for listening.
1: And until next time, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.
3: place? Where's the crystal supposed to be? Inside the house? Yes, it should be. Okay.